Hi, everybody. I'm Emma. And I'm Miranda. And I'm Faith. And this is the Holy Devoted Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about our words, the power of words, to use them negatively, to use them positively. We also just want to take a moment to say thank you to our sponsors, Team Missions International. They take teenagers on mission trips. And so if you are interested in going on a mission trip this summer or spring break, you can go learn more at teenmissions.org. Well, today Emma might not have some words because she can hardly open her mouth. <laughs> I can't even, I was trying to eat a banana this morning and I can't she even open like, my mouth wide enough to like, I'd like eat around the side. I'm like a bunny rabbit. So I, we went to Chick-fil-A last night and I literally like, this is probably an overshared upon the podcast, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> I literally ate chicken nuggets and I had to like chew them with my front two teeth because I just got my wisdom teeth out. I was going to say the, imp- the, imp- the key words here is that she did have oral surgery. <laughs> so the fact that we are talking about our words and she can hardly talk is really ironic. <laughs> I just don't have like my normal volume, I feel like. Yeah, but that's okay. It's okay. I told Miranda and Faith they're going to carry this one. I'm going to sit and listen. And we said we're going to crash and burn, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you don't have to change audio levels anymore. Yeah, I always have to pull mine down. I guess, what did Miranda, you said I have a, a cheerleader voice? Not a cheerleader voice. <laughs> that hurt my feelings a little bit. No, I didn't say that. Speaking of words. Do you remember that? And I, then you said, no, I mean a teacher uh, voice. Oh, and I was like, a teacher voice. Are we voice. gossiping right now? No, because no, you're present. <laughs> I'm slandering <laughs> you to your face. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. Um, I thought, don't you have like, a, you, you have that like co-host voice. I think I just have a voice that projects. Yes. Like Steve's, a very loud, Steve's like dad. announcer voice. Faith's dad, Steve, <laughs> like his voice just carries like he's not yeah. loud, but you can hear his voice everywhere. That's true. I might just be loud. You it might, might be a combination. Yeah. Hey. But I always turn like Faith's gain up on her microphone because her voice is so quiet. See, I feel like it might sound quiet, but then we laugh and it's way too loud. Like, Faith's different we- voices when she's laughing or having fun is so much louder. I literally scream. Like yeah. it's something I have to work on. I was listening to our dating episode in my car and like my volume, the volume was all the oh, way no. up and I like, we like cackled and it we was just start like, screaming. Ah! <laughs> I will literally so yell. <laughs> but anyways, besides that. How are you guys doing? We haven't been in the, I feel like we haven't recorded in a while. We haven't. We haven't. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all right. I feel like I've been super busy. I might be the problem. <laughs> no, I mean, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina for a conference. I got back Monday and I left Thursday to get my wisdom teeth out in Minnesota because that's where my oral surgeon is. Kevin. So, Kevin. Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> yeah, my oral surgeon. I'd like never actually met him. I had like a tele appointment. So I got there to like have my wisdom teeth out. He just like walks out. I was like, hey, I'm Kevin. I was like, no doctor. No, nothing. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I was like, I aspire to be like that chill. Because if you're obsessed with like titles and whatever else, I feel like it makes you less cool. But if you have like a True. thousand titles and you're just like, hey, I'm Kevin, that makes you cooler. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's so true. Anywho, anywho, to start us off, we wanted to look at some verses that talk about the power of your words. First one is Matthew 15, 18 that says, but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and this defiles a person. Mm. It's so good because it says like whatever proceeds out of your mouth proceeds from the heart and that makes you think like when people just talk openly and they're like, oh, but I don't mean that. But you do. Or like the people that like say I, I are mean and they're like, I was only joking, but they weren't really joking. Yeah, because your thing. words like 
they have impact you know like they don't just come from nowhere we should put sarcasm on there that's not on the paper but that's something i really struggle with but that's one of those things that i feel like people can say like oh i was just joking or like i didn't really mean it but you thought it so it came from somewhere it has truth in it isn't there like a proverb that says like the fool says like i was only joking yes Yes. yeah 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 that is a proverb and i always think that when i'm like i was only joking (laughs) was i joking that definitely came from somewhere (laughs) it's almost like saying your words are a mirror of your heart yes oh yeah and that's very convicting to think of what i say as me looking in the reflection of my heart position that like hurts ouch listen folks you don't want to feel convicted turn it off now because no seriously (laughs) we were saying that before like we were looking up verses for this podcast and we were like there are so many verses literally it was me like that one's rough and then was like i'm like oh my gosh read this and it's all from like almost all of them are from proverbs like except minus a couple but like the i mean it's the book of wisdom like oh gosh like Mm. you know like lord help me gain wisdom because i feel like there's so many times that we don't have wisdom with the things that we say amen like i mean even last night i was so upset and like i was not like filtering my word you know not upset but like just frustrated and i was just like and my mom was like maybe you should think about this and i was like no why would i think about it like you know i love your mom (laughs) but she's just like i was like i'm frustrated she's like i'm just not gonna say anything and i was like why why don't you want to say anything she's (laughs) like because i'm scared (laughs) your mom is like the honorary fourth co-host because like her wisdom i think we get about like a quote from miss susan just about every episode in here i'm not mad about it no i'm not here for it The next verse that we have is Proverbs 18, 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. It's almost saying like, if you are going to use your tongue for death, you're just going to like ruin your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like even from a secular perspective, if you just watch your mouth, you'll get in so much less trouble at school with friends, relationships, mm-hmm. like every area of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is affected by yeah. how you use your words. Yeah. my I feel like my heart like drops to my stomach when I read that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's so convicting and the power, the power of these words. Like we talk about the power of our words, but like the power of the word is like so convicting and it should change our hearts, you know? Oh, I didn't even think of like, wow (laughs) but like god's word like our words carry power like we're made in the image of god and like Mm -hmm. his word is ultimate power in a way yeah what's that verse full circle moment right here piercing through the joint and marrow yeah it's like living and active sharper than any two-edged yes yeah do you say edged or edged edge i would say edged Edged. it doesn't seem like is that a word (laughs) but i say two-edged short short Sure. Hmm. Sword. Listen, folks, we're working with what we got <laughs> on my mouth. So I think we just wanted some verses to kind of overview just the topic of the power of the tongue. I think sometimes we forget the power that we have with our words to build up or to tear down. Like some of our deepest hurts that I can remember mm. were things that people said to me. Yeah. About me or to me. Like those are some of the deepest emotional hurts I think a person can have. And those are things like you carry with you from childhood. Yeah. You know, you think, well, it was just words. Like I didn't mean it. Like how often have I in anger said something that I did not mean? And the person looked at me like, 
oh my gosh, you just said that. And I was like, I, I, I didn't mean it, but it's mm. like, I can't take it back. It's already out there. Yeah. And there's that little saying that people always say, it's like sticks and stones I will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Oh, stop so right now. False. <laughs> no, I would rather so, break my arm. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather fall over <laughs> than someone say something mean to me. Gracious. Because words hurt. We think, you know, like if someone says this to me, it's not going to really hurt me, but it's not even just like the initial statement that hurts. It's like, weeks and weeks to come that like it just hovers over your head and you think about it all the time and i think it's something that like girls carry heavier than guys do yes guy fights actually low-key fascinate me because they'll like they last for each like other. two minutes yeah they're like you're the worst and then they wait like two minutes and they're like you want to go get tacos or pizza <laughs> and they're like yeah let's go buddy i I'm aspire like, to be that way i know it's like i don't understand it girls are like i have to leave now oh my gosh you're yeah. you know and so it's like i don't know but i think it's something that's can be really hard like for high school age girls yeah especially i feel like we oftentimes will attack like things about your like character or your personality and so then when i hear those things i'm like is that who i am you know yeah. like is that and so then i just have a bunch of anxiety over like well maybe i am such a terrible person and i claim their opinion of me over god's opinion of me mm. that was powerful yeah there's a lot of different ways that words can be harmful, different categories, I guess. And I think one of the most harmful is gossip. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of the ones that like we're all so guilty of. Yeah. Like find me a, a Christian girl who's never gossiped. I'd like to meet her. See this yeah. anomaly, this unicorn. <laughs> Definitely unicorn? not a thing. I mean, I'm sure there are some people, but if you've never done it in your whole entire life, that would be a lie. <laughs> I also think that you don't have to be the one who starts it. If you're willing to sit there and listen to it, that counts as gossiping. Oh, yeah. Like accomplice to murder kind of? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we're all guilty of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, we actually have a verse before I ask one of Emma's questions, but we have a verse. Uh-oh. Proverbs 26, 20. Prepare your heart and your mind up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> For lack of wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no whisper, quarreling ceases. Mm. I feel like that's so powerful. Like where mm. gossip isn't happening, there's like unity. And I've even seen that in my own life, like Maybe where whispers are no longer around and then it's like just harmony and it's so good. Yeah. So time for my question. Uh -oh. How do you shut down someone who is gossiping to you <sighs> without being unkind? Shh. <laughs> Miranda's like, don't ask the hard questions. No, I'm, I'm saying that's how you do it. You just. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were shushing me. No. <laughs> no. I feel like as such a people pleaser, it's so difficult for me because I don't want people to think. I feel like we mentioned this in the last episode. Maybe no, not. No, we did. And the, but then it got deleted when we re-recorded it. Okay. So this is oh, new information. Oh, that's right. Yes. Because we had to. Okay. I don't want people to feel that I don't care about their opinions or feelings or what's happening in their life or, or like that I just I don't want to hear their struggles because I'm labeling it as gossip. So then I'm like, I don't want to like I don't want to tell them that I don't think the way that they're talking is right. It's yeah. so hard. I, and I think, too, there's a difference from like someone sharing about something that's going on in their life and, and you gossiping. giving them like godly counsel, for example. But if you're just going to sit and listen and say nothing about it, like I feel like it's completely different. OK, so we'll go, I'm going to circle around a question there and then we'll go back to my original question. How do you define what is go go gossip? 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. She, oh, my gosh. You're really trying so hard. I don't mean to laugh at you. Gossip. How do you define what is gossip and what is like just seeking advice? Like what are how do we separate those two categories? What's appropriate? What's inappropriate? I feel like it depends on the friend. Oh, interesting. I mean, does does that make sense? Like, so for example, I have a friend that um like her and I give each other advice all the time. You know, like so if we're talking like and she tells me about a bad like experience or whatever, I know that she wants my advice. Like I know that she's not just telling me this to gossip because she's not that kind of person. But if you have like a busybody friend that's telling you all this stuff and you know that if like anything that you say to them is not gonna do any difference, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's completely different. So you'd say like the attitude of the other person. Yes. So like if they're heated, like that might they're either venting or gossiping, you know? Okay. So I, is venting bad? Is venting considered gossip? Ooh. I think venting is bad. I think it's but I what think about it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Raina. <laughs> I feel like she just watched like a screenplay or something of like moments of like, ooh, that was I think well, no, 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 I, I think was it's hang- bad. No. <laughs> well, I was hanging out with um a f- a friend this weekend and I was like, you know, like I feel like we need to start like venting to Jesus before we start venting okay, to yeah. yes. other people because, Amen. and she was like, oh, like why, why? You? Cause she had just started listening to our podcast too. Okay. And she was like, oh my gosh, I enjoy it so much. And so like th- I was running off of like no coffee. And so we were like out at breakfast and I was like chugging this coffee and like every single like cup I had, I was saying something like more profound, I guess. <laughs> and she was like, she was saying something around, like she was talking to me about like, an issue that she was having in her life and i was like you know i feel like you know you you want my advice but like we need to start vending to jesus before we start vending to other people and she was like oh that's such a good idea so i think one of the things that changes it is how the people that i'm talking about are connected so if yes. i'm having an issue with a friend in florida that my family in minnesota doesn't know and doesn't know anything about them and I don't say any names. I'm just like, hey, I have this situation. What do you think I should do? For some reason, to me, that feels very different and less like gossip because no names are disclosed and they don't even know who I'm talking about anyways. Yes. What do you think? Do you agree with that? Or is that still gossip? I'm processing. Hold on. I think I think it's a bit different. So, for example, like I used to live in Kansas. Okay. So, I would talk to people, per se, in kansas about a friend in florida you know and they didn't even know who they were so like like you kind of like you said i feel kind of comfortable talking to them about it because i'm seeking their counsel and they know nothing about the person so it's different i also think creating like fair representations is also part of what makes things gossip or not like i'm having conflict with this person this is what i have done wrong Mm -hmm. this is what they have done wrong in my opinion how do I figure this out rather than yeah that's true it's also helpful like when you're talking to someone that you would consider a mentor mentor or counselor to they can help you to put yourself in the other person's shoes and so I think that kind of goes back to what Miranda was saying what is your intention when you're telling them like are you telling them to get an unbiased opinion on the situation and what you should do how to figure it out or are you just telling them just to rant yeah, because I was asking for someone's counsel this weekend, and I was like, I know you don't even know this person, you know of them, you've never met them, but what do you think I should do in this situation? I don't know, because like I've gone to your dad because he's like been a mentor to me. Like I've gone to your mm-hmm. dad about things that like I needed help with other people, 
And I don't feel like I was being inappropriate asking him what I should do. No. Especially in like a working environment where he's my boss. I I think going back to your question of like what is it wrong to go to someone who's like completely unattached from the situation? It has positives to it in the sense where you're not running as high a risk of it getting around to your whole friend group what's going on. Yeah. I think you also have to be careful not to say, well, this person doesn't know her, so it's fine for me to tell her, and this person doesn't know, so then you just go around telling everyone who's not involved. Yeah. And that's not not healthy either. Because for you, you shouldn't be, which this comes up in the verse later on, but you shouldn't be continually bringing that up all the time. No. And I think just treading really lightly and being careful when to speak Mm -hmm. is much better than running around and getting a ton of advice all the time. Yeah. So going back to my previous question, sorry guys, we're, I feel like we're kind of bouncing around everywhere. I hope people are following us. It's okay. It'll be fine. They're like lost in the woods right now. (laughs) It's fine. So are we, we're right there with you. (laughs) We'll get back on the path in a little bit. (laughs) So my other question was, how do you stop someone from gossiping? Like when they're gossiping to you or you're in a group of friends that are gossiping, how do you stop that in a loving way? Did we ask that question? We did, but yeah. we didn't answer it. And then oh. we defined what's the difference between gossip and like getting advice. And then I said, we're oh. going to circle back. Minute. This is me circling back. Gotcha. Okay. I feel like it's kind of simple. You know, it's just like, should we really be talking about this? Like, you know, just bring it up. Yeah. I think that's like one way. I Oh, I remember because we, when we talked about it before, I think if you say like, you know, I really struggle with gossip and I am trying not to gossip. And so if you guys could like help me with that by not talking about other people, that would really bless me. So yeah. then you're not like accusing them. It's Pointing just judging. Yeah. You're yeah. holding each other accountable to not yeah. doing it. Or just say like, this is my conviction level. So like I did that once with a friend of mine who said like, hey, like she actually brought it up to me. She's like, whenever I'm sharing like problems that I have and whatever else, like she's like, I feel like you never want to like hear it. And I said, well the way we were going, the way it was going about it was not appropriate. It was gossip. And I said, like, I don't want to be a part of gossip. And so I just like was straight up. So I was like, that's like my conviction level. So like her conviction level was different, I guess, because everyone's convicted at different. That's what's so hard. And so I don't think she was super like pleased with my answer, but I felt better then because then she did not approach me as often to talk about other people. Yeah. Which it's like, what's more important, your personal conviction and what you would view as obedience to God or your friend being happy with you so like she can rant to you or whatever. You know, like to me, not that I don't value my friendships, no, but, but my relationship with God comes first. Yes. And so I, in order to keep myself sensitive to the Holy Spirit, if I feel convicted about it, I'm going to tell you straight up because I want to continue to soften my heart to that. Yeah, that's so true. My sister, the other thing she does is, like, if people start to gossip about somebody, she just started, like, saying good things about that person. Because mm. she said that they don't know what to do. People just, like, they're, like, <laughs> <laughs> so they're, like, well, Sa- Susie did. <laughs> She'll just be, like, actually, I-, I thought Susie was really nice the other day. She did this for me. Or, like, have you ever noticed, like, how kind Susie is with her words? She's really nice with her words. Yeah. And just kind of, like, derails the whole operation. Yeah. And I think... A good thing to put into practice is, and I've done this before, is if you used to per se have like problems with someone and they come up in a conversation, instead of saying like all the things that you're thinking about this one person, say good things, kind of like you were saying, you know, like say, yeah, you know, like they, they are a really good person and this is what I found about them, you know, like 
they were really helpful, you know, or just like different things, you know, and it starts. I think we talked about this in the last podcast episode. It starts to build up this. You're saying it. So you're living it out. Yeah. You know? And you're believing it. It helps yes. uproot bitterness. If I'm always like trash talking to someone that I can't stand, that's not going to help me have a heart of forgiveness towards them. Yeah. I also feel like you can just follow like the advice you get from your mom. Like if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Like if you yeah. genuinely cannot think of anything and this is a person that you really struggle with, just keep your mouth shut. Just yes. if You're way better off to just sit there in awkward yeah. silence than to say things like Emma saying that you don't mean. Yeah. Or worse, you do mean. You do mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. Well, what, is it, what did it say? But well, what, what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I would kind of put it in the category of gossip, but like it's when your gossip turns into complete slander, you know, and it's not even just like Jimmy did this, but it's like, I hate Jimmy for doing this and he's a horrible person. You know what I mean? What I wrote under there is that slander is with intention. Mm. like gossiping i feel like i could probably do without realizing that i'm doing it but slander is like you are telling someone else with the purpose of harming the person you're talking about oh like yeah. har you're harming their reputation on purpose yes. and it's just unkind even if it's true like slander can be true gossip i think sometimes is lies or you don't know if it's true like yeah, yeah here's the tea what's happening slander is like well this person is a horrible person because of this 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 and this and i think a lot of women are or girls i guess we're talking with high school girls women young women i don't know yeah i feel like boys is so easy you say like guys which is like a cool term for like but you don't want to say ladies yeah <laughs> lady sisters no <laughs> my Ew. sisters in christ i'm not saying sisters in christ is gross i'm just not really that like you know what i'm talking about those like the fruit really fruit terms yeah. anyways I think a lot of women are like, oh, well, it's not gossip because it's true. So it's fine for me to say this like terrible things about people. But it's like slander isn't good either. Yeah. The verse that I really like that goes with that is Proverbs 17, 9, which says, whoever covers an offense seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates close friends. And I think that goes with what you were just saying about if it, if someone has done something that has really wronged you and it was genuine, like it, it wasn't something false, like it actually happened to you but you keep bringing it up all the time. It just, it's kind of like rubbing dirt into someone else in your wound. And like, imagine what would happen if God did that with our sins. Always bringing it up, always making it worse. Like just because it happened doesn't mean it's something that needs to be constantly talked about. Like how many friend groups have been destroyed because two of the girls had an argument and then both girls ran around everywhere talking to everybody about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like one, if they had both decided like, you know what? There was hurt here. That's the thing. Like whoever covers an offense, there was an offense there. Yeah. We're but not I denying want, it. I yeah. want to seek love and I want to seek unity. And so because of that, I'm going to let it be, which I think is really in conflict with our culture right now. It's mm -hmm. like, if you have been hurt, then you have the right, like all this stuff. Stand up for yourself. And I understand in like abuse situations, that's different. I'm yeah, not talking yeah. about that. I'm talking about like, when a friend hurts your feelings, like, you know what? There are times where you can say, I'm going to overlook this and I'm going to forgive and it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And that is what separates friend groups is when you're like, no. And I need to tell everybody about it. And I think a lot of times people will tell third parties who aren't involved just so that 
they can feel hurt with them. Does that make sense? Like to build up their army that's like, on their Like I want, yeah, I want you to feel just as hurt as I am or to understand why this was so hurtful for me. Which is something that goes back to taking it to the Lord and venting to the Lord. Yeah, no, I was on my, I was trying to find this verse because we had like a problem with this in when I lived in Wichita with like some of the youth there. And we had this whole entire kind of message like we brought them into a little room and we like we wrote down on a little whiteboard about gossip and they were saying like if you have a problem with someone like if you tell someone now you are responsible to go talk to that person like you are responsible you are holding them accountable to go talk to that person and like for example on our team over the summer this is completely off topic from what you guys were talking a little bit but not too much we'll circle Um, back yeah but like whenever someone would come to me about someone else on our team, I'd say, okay, now I'm going to hold you accountable to go talk to them. And if you don't go talk to them, that's gossip and that's not good, you know? So like, I will go with you to talk to them about what's wrong. Like, and I will go with you to go confront this issue, but this isn't going to be an issue. Or like, can you let it go? You know, like, can you be okay with letting it go? Yeah, that's like how I decide if I have to have like a hard conversation with someone is like, am I able to let this go, forget about it, forgive them and be 100% okay? Or is there like some hesitation there? If there's hesitation there, then I think I need to sit down and talk with them and be like, hey, yo, that like hurt my feelings or can we sort this out? How do you know, though, if you can like sweep it under the rug and just have, how do you know that you're going to be forgiving? Um, I can tell by my own body language. (laughs) When you're around the person? Yeah, like a lot of times I don't want to like make eye contact with them. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. You like that too? So it's not just me. Yeah. So like if I don't want to, if I'm scared to like look at them, that's probably a pretty good sign. Yeah. Faith's like, has she ever not made eye contact? I know. I'm like thinking through all of our interactions. (laughs) No, I just feel like I loathe confrontation so much that I probably let it go way too often. Like there are probably some things that I should have talked to people about that I didn't because I was like, well, I'll just let it go. Like I can forgive them or whatever. But I don't, I think in some cases that's not healthy. Yeah, no. And I think you do like, it's a thing that you have to bring to the Lord, you know, and be like, Lord, do I need to go talk to this person? And I was looking this verse up because it really, it has a lot to do with it. It's in Matthew 18. And it says, if a brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you and you've gained, you've gained your brother. But Mm -hmm. if he does not listen to you, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. Um, If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen to even the church, let it be to you as a gentile and a tax collector that but you get the point you know Mm -hmm. like if you cannot resolve a problem between you and another person bring someone else in and i also think that like i was talking about overlooking things is not talking about abuse so like that verse i think would apply to like serious abuses yeah 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 that's a that's another level that's not necessarily like on the gossip train but yeah but it is like friend like if if you have a problem division in your yes if you have a problem that like you are for example gossiping or slandering about that person like you need to look at your own heart and say is this something that i need to bring up between me and that person Mm -hmm. and do i need to go up to them and if i don't feel comfortable just talking between me and them i need to bring someone else into it yeah 
Which I feel like nine times out of ten, if you're so worked up about it that you're having to tell other people about the situation, you most likely should talk to them about it. Yes, that's so true. So going back to your original question, I feel like I can just tell by how I feel when I interact with the person if I'm able to move on. So like I give it time, like one, two weeks. And then if I'm not able now, I don't always follow through with this. You know what I mean? Like I don't. <laughs> yes. Do this it's perfectly. not like a routine for you, but yeah. it's like a thought process. Another way that we just hurt people with our words is like just by being really rash with our words or argumentative. Mm. I heard something it said like the difference between choosing what you say and reacting is like waiting three seconds. Oh, which I don't know. It's hard to imagine. This is a little bit of a distraction, but is it hard for you guys to imagine like 65 people sitting in a room and I'm telling them stuff? Like I feel okay. I'm talking about like on the podcast. Okay. Because I'm sitting I'm sitting here with you two. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's totally okay for me to say this. But then I'm trying to think like, would I say this to 65 people? Because we have an average of like 65 listeners. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say half the things I say if I've looked at it that way. Yeah. Ooh, so I was yeah. trying to think about that way. Anyways. So along with that, I guess I don't care if the 65 people hear this. I have been grumpy lately. Uh, the wedding planning is stressful. And so I have been, I don't feel like I'm generally an angry person. And so these like acting out in anger with my words i feel like how do i deal with this like i'm not normally like this and so this i've been thinking about this a lot because i don't want to just react all the time at people like well what do you mean by that you know what i mean like that's not helpful getting defensive yeah Yeah. if we're confessing our sins right now but i'm not alone (laughs) (laughs) no like i feel like i've recently been super upset about about my job like just like i don't like it like i know it's a season but like it's it's hard you know like it's hard to work in an environment where like a little backstory for me is i used to work at the beach and now i work at a chick-fil-a and like the two are completely different like one you don't you get to sit alone with one other person and Mm -hmm. and chick-fil-a you're like shoulder to shoulder with people telling you what to do and so it's like very hard for me and so like yesterday i was like i'm about to quit and like i could not control like and i called my brother-in-law for advice like should i just quit and he's like i really think you should listen to the lord and like sit and think about it and i was like this is not the advice that i want i need you to tell me to quit (laughs) i need you to tell me how to write a two weeks notice like dude ben so he's like best friends with my fiance joel and he gives such good advice that like pierces to the heart it's bad yeah like joel's like this is what ben said and i'm like oh my gosh he's like i know (laughs) yeah he he was like i really think you need to pray about it and listen to the lord and like the bitterness in my heart towards my job was like reflecting back on this where i was like well i don't i don't think i need to listen to the lord about this you know So we've been acting out both of us okay in good company that's not a great thing but like we both have a flesh but do you feel like you're normally like that because that's that's yeah that's what's been hard for me it's like i don't i don't normally been reacting in anger and then poor joel looks at me like so innocent like i wasn't trying to make you mad but he's probably said that like 30 times within the last month and i'm like but when you get argumentative like this when you have to like stop and check your heart you know like you have to like Emma said, like, wait three seconds. Like, and if you're about to like literally like combust with like <laughs> these thoughts and these whatever, you know, you have to honestly, I think just like stay silent, you know, like, and I mean, like I am preaching to the choir cause that was not me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we have a verse for that. 
Proverbs twelve eighteen. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And I just, if I thought of my words as like a sword or a tool for healing, like how differently would I use my words? Yeah. And it's just so easy to hurt people in anger. And like I said before, like you say things when you're angry that you don't mean, but Mm -hmm. the other person, whether you really meant it or not, they still feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you take a moment to think about it, like you love them, your friends or your family, whoever it may be, like you don't want to hurt them with your reaction. And a lot of times it's just like mild irritation that I choose to be angry about. I'm like, that's dumb. Yeah. Love being human. What a good Yeah, time. for real. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many different ways to hurt people with words. And it's sad because not necessarily reflecting, but like just thinking about like I have hurt people with my words, you know? Yeah. Like and it's like you sometimes you can never get that relationship back or that yeah. friendship back because of like things that other people said or things that you said and things that like maybe like if you're listening right now and this is something you're going through maybe pray about talking to the person pray about writing a letter to the person you know just pray about being a peacemaker you know because ultimately like if these things are an issue you have a lack of peace Mm -hmm. you know you have a lack of peace um with the lord probably you're not i mean at least for me, if I don't do my devotions for three days in a row, this is usually, you know, I act out or whatever, you know, like if you're not in the word, like you have to check, is your peace okay between you and the Lord? Is your peace okay with your family? Is your peace okay with your life? Like, are you okay? I, I don't, I agree. Like, I don't think you can have, you can't be harboring those feelings of bitterness and anger and then still be walking in the love of God. Like those two things do not go together. It makes me think of the verse that talks about like you can only serve one master, which Mm -hmm. that verse is talking about God and money, but it applies to everything else as well. Like you can't, those two things, light, light and darkness don't go together. And so I can't be harboring those feelings in my heart and then still expect the Holy Spirit to be speaking to me in my devos or in my prayer time. Yeah. That's so true. And going off of what Faith said, the entire book of first John is about loving other people and that if we're not loving other people, then we're not loving God. And that's kind of what James three super convicting passage talks about too, that if we are praising God with our lips and then like being unkind to people with our tongue, like these two, like it literally says like, how can this be like salty water and fresh water don't flow from the same spring. Mm -hmm. I'm totally paraphrasing those verses. That was good though. Thanks. (laughs) I memorized them over the summer. Oh, good. Conviction. Anyways. (laughs) And so if we're not loving other people well with our words, then ultimately we're not loving God who created them. We're saying you, your creation is no good and I don't appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate that you put this person in my life or that you brought me through these trials and whatever else. Yeah. And it's hard, but it's doable. You know, like, Take every thought captive before it comes out of your mouth. You know, I mean, I feel like I could do that. Yeah, I know for (laughs) real. Like, I mean, there is a verse that says, like, take every thought captive, you know. But if that was the end of that verse, I think I would fail so much. And, you know, think take every thought captive before it proceeds out of your mouth. Oof. You know, like we should be doing that, you know, because like Faith and Emma were saying, we can't have 
a good relationship with the Lord if we're not loving others because it's loving others. Well, it's loving God, others, and then yourself, you know? So really they should all be in that order because if you're loving yourself more than others, then you're going to get in arguments because you think you're right. You know, you think that your opinions matter more than other people's opinions. And so it just builds that tension, you know, between you and other people and you're not living like Christ. And it's just be encouraged by the fact that God loves you so much that he has grace on you, you know? And if you struggle with these things, it's not something that he can't redeem. Yes. It's not something he can't redeem and it's not something he hasn't already redeemed. You know, he, I think it's, we did communion yesterday at our church and it's just so crazy to remember every single, I mean, we should be remembering it every single day. Like I do, but like, remembering that like Jesus died for all your sins on that cross and he died for your sins yet yesterday like he died for your sins today he died for your sins next month you know like there's nothing that he hasn't done for you that he cannot redeem yeah so question to kind of wrap up we originally we were going to do like how we should use our words but we're already running out of time and we just realized why not make it a part one and a part two. So this is part one of our series on words, I guess. But my question is, what's some practical application to avoid these areas of gossip, slander, and argumentative or rash words? What's some practical application for our listeners to help them watch their words? I would say the main one, which sounds kind of like sun- like a Sunday school answer, but you take it to the Lord first. Like if you, for example, if you're hanging out with your friends or a friend and something happens, when you get in your car to go home before you even have a chance to text or call someone, sit there and pray about it first. And like, just take a... (laughs) Goosebumps, stop. Just take a moment because if you, like you guys were saying, if you take that time to take a step back and look at it, it helps a lot to calm you down. Mm -hmm. And that can help prevent you from spreading things or from saying things that you didn't mean to. Yeah. And we can put all those things into application like in this week, you know, so because we're doing like a week by week series kind of thing, like we'll report back (laughs) next week about how we did in that week. You know, like I think I think that's going to be a good practice that we can do and you guys can do as well. But like Faith was saying, take it to the Lord. This is going to be hard because I don't necessarily do it all the time, but like assess your heart's position before it comes Mm -hmm. out of your mouth because I know that I can say things where I'm like you know and it's like it's not out of love it's not out of grace for that person and like if God has grace on us why should we not have grace on other people Mm -hmm. you know like which is so hard to proceed out of my mouth because like do I do that all the time no but you know it's it's a good practice like God was the ultimate example of how we should live on this earth. So we should be practicing the things that he's taught us through his word. Because like we said, the word is so powerful. So our words should reflect on that. That's kind of what I was trying to get at earlier. Like there's no one here on planet earth that you could talk to about your problems that understands betrayal more than Jesus Christ himself. Mm. And so we get all defensive and feel like there was this great injustice that happened against us but like there's 
Jesus is the one to talk to about it. Yeah. Which is such an obvious answer. But like, I don't think we often realize that he went through the same things that we did and way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. Also, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. There's a verse at Psalms 141.3 that says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Mm. And like, let that be a part of your prayer life. Like, Lord, literally take your Holy Spirit, put a hand over my mouth, and don't let me say things that are not edifying, edifying, building up to the church, to my friends, to people at work, to people at school. Ask the Holy Spirit, just help me to watch the door of my mouth, the door of my lips, to not say things that are displeasing to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a really good way to wrap up the episode in just remembering that our words have power and they can be used for good or for evil. Stay tuned for our next episode. That's how we use our words in a good way, in an edifying way. Follow us on Instagram, holy.devoted.podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcast. Oh, not Apple Music, Apple. Is it Apple Music or Apple? I think they call it like Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, a couple other places that I can't really remember (laughs) what they are. But hey, we'd just like to shout out also to our sponsors, Teen Missions International. And yeah, you guys have a good week and we'll check back with you next week.